Welcome to the Ross, L and Luke show. My name is Ross Pepper. Almost 15 years ago, I discovered we are all infinitely more powerful than we realize. And now it's my life's purpose to help you discover your greatness. Alistair McDonald. Hey, Ross. Al is, has founded multiple businesses, including one he recently took from startup to 50 mil turnover. He works as a business coach, helping teams achieve powerful results. And we have Luke Farrar. Hello. Luke is the CEO and founder of LF Signs. He loves sales so much, I think he'll never give it up. So he'd best introduce himself. Yeah, so I'm an, I'm an all-around nice guy, great salesman, funny as fuck, extremely good-looking, uh, and I don't know what modesty is as yet, but I'm, I'll find it eventually. <laughs> Thanks, mate. The three of us are Aussie blokes, we're dads, and we're entrepreneurs. Between us, we've made a lot of mistakes and learned a few things about life, love, relationships, and business. And we're here to share those with you. You may get three different perspectives or you may get one universal agreement. But whatever you take away from today, you can be absolutely guaranteed we enjoyed delivering it to you. Hello and welcome to episode number 59. We're talking today about being committed to, I guess, a better version of ourselves, a more workable version. It started off with the, the previous episode where we were talking about time and being on time and uh, and the comment was made that we should always give somebody more opportunities. You well, know, I we choose could... to. I should. I choose to. Yeah, so so it went from there. Uh, but the comment was made that, you know, we should always give people more, more opportunities. But on a little bit deeper discussion, I think there's, there's rather than just a blanket giving people opportunities, knowing whether or not they're interested and committed to changing what it is. You know, did that work? Yes or no? No, that didn't work. Um, whatever it was, the example, you know, obviously we started off with being on time, but it could be on anything. Uh, maybe they keep making the same mistake. And and when you give them another opportunity to, to do it differently, are they really committed to a change? Because if not, why bother giving them that next opportunity? And it's not just lip service about, oh, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll do that differently. But no, no, are you really interested in doing it differently? <clears throat> because if, we, if that person is interested in, in doing it differently, having a different result, then absolutely, I believe we should give them a, another opportunity. And maybe there is, a, there is a limit to the opportunities, depending on what the, the circumstances are. But if somebody truly is committed to being different, having a, you know, being uh, more successful in whatever that thing is, then giving them an opportunity, I think, is, is a good thing to do. Yeah. So, so hmm. that's, yeah, well said, Ross. Uh, I, my question is, is with, uh, I suppose, with, with people determining their level of commitment, whether that's us, for us to, to judge as well. Like, is it, you know, like, we can get sucked into things, how, how we think things should be. <clears throat> You know, etc. So I suppose in a business environment too, you you've got structure, you've got a you know you've got a goal and a purpose, and you know what I mean. If if someone's not you know making the cut or you know they're not uh, they're not being responsible for their role, then that's going to have a detrimental effect. But again, it really comes down to uh, yeah communicating and that human connection as well. Because I, I, I found, and this is me personally, that there's always an underlying factor or cause, even though. So the first answer that people give you generally not the the one that's you know uh, mm. 
that I, I want to hear or I, I don't think it's the cause of you know what's going on mm. uh, it's always good to dig a bit deeper that's what I've found especially in the business uh, you know environment um, yeah but is it is it for us to judge like, well, it's not judging we're talking about judging well or even just mm. oh, yeah yeah judging. for me, what a, what for me it's talking about where I'll direct my energy there's no judging oh, yeah because yeah. No ju- yeah. the problem is I'll help someone you know forever yeah because that's the way I'm wired so if I don't have a boundary, a limit, okay, then I'm going to be used up. So and this has happened to me in the past. So gonna... boundaries, yeah, well, that's a good point. So boundaries are important. So there's no judgment. They're, they're yeah. welcome to have whatever quality yeah. of life they want. Yeah. It's just, especially if they're paying me to increase their quality of life and they're refusing to make commitments and honour them, Yeah. what is the point? In a coaching scenario? Well, especially in that, but it's, it's yeah. actually taken to any scenario. Okay. Um, yeah. and I, yeah. Let's bring it closer to home. You know, if we're in a relationship and our partner sleeps around, yeah. And that's not part of our arrangement. Yeah. Are we just, oh, yeah, I'm committed to it and they keep sleeping around. Well, do we let that pass? No, you know, forget judgment. Yeah. Do we let that pass? You know, or mm-hmm. choose whatever it is that offends us the most. At the end of the day, we have to draw our own boundaries for ourselves and we have to make those clear for the people that we, we're, we're around us. Yes. And then there has to be, for me, there has to be a, a, an acceptance and an alignment. Otherwise, that relationship's not workable. Yeah, that's a fair call. Mm. Like no that. judgment. Yeah, and it could be for anything, and, and and for yourself as a business owner, then you know it, how many times do you give someone, you know, a second go. Mm. Well, what if you're not? And that's that's. I mean, these are great points as well. So, um, I think, what if you're not? Say you're in a team environment, but you don't have a leadership role, but you can see something that's going on that's not being addressed. So what I have found, in and life, I suppose that's where I, like, my judgment call comes from. Not not to justify, you know, what I what I call judgment, but you know, we, we can always sit back and go. And again, it's probably our responsibility too. If we're not I believe it's it everybody's. I it's, believe yeah, it's, yeah, okay, everybody's yeah. a right. leader, yeah. and everybody should call out. And your, okay, your, point. your yeah. question is a good one, and here's the thing: it works both ways because we get sucked into it. Like a lot of people get sucked into it, and they're 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 keen to just shoot shit around. But not do anything about it. Or to toe the line. Yes. But so your point's a good one and it works both ways. So it's quite common for people to work in an environment that's not workable. Yeah. And be unhappy with that. Yeah, okay. Now, what I have found, and this is my experience of life, I realise it's different for some people, but in my experience of life is I just naturally take the lead. Yeah. I don't even, I don't ask for permission. I don't respect boundaries, hierarchies. I just take the lead. Yeah. And what that has meant is I've always been invited to into more. I've always okay. been asked to take on more. Yeah. You know, a tiny example, but I was a casual at Coles as a teenager. Yeah. I had 21. I was maxing out my hours because it was a union shop. Yeah. Casuals were not allowed to work beyond, well, they could, but they couldn't get paid beyond what a full-timer would get paid. Yeah. Because you're not allowed to replace a full-timer. But, and by the time so I was casual, by the time I hit 21, I thought, well, there's no way they're going to keep employing me because I can get a 17 year old for half the price, whatever. So yeah. I, I spoke to the manager and said, oh, so I'm guessing. He's like, no, no, we're happy, we'll keep you. And he'd, he'd get, give me his car, get me to do stuff with his car. Like, at the end of the day, I was someone he could rely on. Yeah. And the casual just meant he had some flexibility. Yeah, okay, yeah. So that's just an example and a small one. But I get someone being in an environment where they feel subject to the hierarchy, subject to the rules of that environment. Yeah. Fearful for their, you know, their their their, their business, their, their career life, if they step out of line. Again, yep. I used to do that, and I used to cop it totally. And does that does that come down to like in a group <clears throat> environment, right? Mm. 
you know, I mean, I've got something in my head I'm, I'm relating it back to, right? But in a group yep. environment, does is it a factor that people aren't on board with like the goals or the, the mission of the group that there could be a factor in that, you oh. know, like there's a lot of judgments and people towing the line and, you know. Well, who sets the tone of a business? Well, the owner or the, yeah, the leader, yeah, CEO. The leader or leaders. Yeah. Leader or leaders. Totally. Yeah. Always. And if the, all the people beneath them, it's usually pretty obvious when somebody is operating with the same values and, uh, and you know, things like oh, that. Oh, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like it's quite paramount, isn't it? Yeah. And, and the people that are not, in a really strong-led organisation, the people that are not a fit for that actually want out. Yeah, they, they don't want, want to stay That's there. Right. You don't need to to force them out. They typically opt themselves out. Yeah. Because when you've got, you know, if you've got 10 people and one of them is not on board and the others are, they'll feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. It'll no longer be a place where they feel like they're, um, they fit in. And we don't like that and we look for somewhere else. So we usually don't need to opt somebody out. They will opt themselves out yeah. when it's a strong-led organisation. Okay. And if it's not, sort of partially? Well, then, then anything goes. So, who, yeah. so anyone will, some, there will be someone leading it. Now, okay. now, I also believe that we're all leaders. <clears throat> like every single one of us is a leader. So that, that question you asked before about, you know, um, letting someone get away with something, yeah. whoever's letting that person get away with it is being a leader in the fact that they're leading the not do anything about it. Yeah. So every single person is always leading, no matter, even if they, so if I go into a room, a room full of people, and I say, okay, uh, who in here believes we're all leaders? Yeah. If anyone does not put up their hand, they're leading, not putting up your hand. Yeah. And anyone putting up their hand is leading, putting up your hand. So, and we can follow along. At any point we put our hand up or keep it down, we're actually taking some leadership role at that point. Because the more hands that go up, the more inclined people are to put their hands up. Yeah. There's more There's more kind of community there. And if you do join in with everybody else and put your hand up just because everybody else is putting up your hand up, yeah. you've just led all the people that don't yet have their hands up by increasing the amount of leadership in that space. <laughs> so we are all leaders, regardless of how we look at it. Everything we do is leading the people around us. You know, as, yeah. as, as parents, we can is say whatever we want. Like, Sorry? Is it not influencing? Like, as I, Absolutely. for me, Absolutely. the definition Which is of a leader, yeah. I mean, and you point that out, that you're right, if someone doesn't put their hand up, well, they're leading the fact that they didn't put their hand up, right? Mm. So, yeah. but my question is, yeah, there's no wrong or right, but isn't that influencing? Because, and the reason I say that is that, for me, the definition of a leader is someone that's willing to step up and make those tough decisions when they need to be made. Whereas I, I know that there's people, you know, in my case that I've seen have shown leadership qualities, but when we get to that level of making, you know, decisions, tough decisions that need to be made and live and die by them, they're not willing to do that. They'd that's rather a, fall back, toe the yeah, line. So there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of factors and, and, here. And feed it, yeah? Feed something. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a lot, there's a lot of factors. So, so one of them is, you know, self-confidence. Yeah. I think it's very important for us to all to recognize that we're leaders regardless. Yeah. Like whatever we do, noticing, hey, you're a leader regardless. So you can either stand up and put your hand, hand up for this and take yep. that role and, you know, and, and do the brave thing or not. Whatever you're doing, you're leading right now. So there's different levels of leadership. Depending on, you know, someone could lead a knitting club, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or a high level organization. Yeah. So different levels of, of, of leadership. But, but really what you're, the question that, that comes up for me as you start saying leadership. things like that, you're talking yeah. about different types of leadership. So you can just have a really crap leader or a really good leader 
leading a, a massive organization. Yeah. It, it, so of course, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so what you're asking is the, the quality of a leader, not the different types or something like that. The quality of the leader. So that the leader can be running a you know a massive organization, but be a real idiot and not really take any responsibility for any of it, like to blame other people in the organization rather than be a leader. Yeah. Actually, to run around blaming everybody else in the company, getting people fired or just people just leaving, okay? And that person would be considered a leader because of the role that they're in. But really, they're, they're, not, they're not what I would consider a quality leader. Well, someone thought they were at some point. Like, you, can't, you know what I mean? You can't just get a guy off the street to run a, you know... Sure, but this. But well, this you happened. could say yeah, it's a hundred million dollar organization. I suppose I'm trying to point out at some point someone saw something in this guy to put him up well, to okay. to that level. We're and talking about yeah, yes the difference no. between management and leadership. Yes. Well, I, management yeah. structures are not based on leadership qualities. Well, They're so based those, on management qualities. Yeah, and that that's, that's the and problem. I agree with that. Mm. And that's it, the that's the that's the problem though. But is it is it the culture? So even if you've got a leader, of course, absolutely the culture. Making idiot ideas again. This is just if what you we adopt see is... a management structure instead of a leadership structure, that's yeah. a massive cultural decision. So what's the difference? Can you the difference tell me is that? The di- so the difference. Well, okay, straight away, what if I say manager? What does that imply to you? Managing people, you know, yeah. micromanaging. You know, okay, great. Little day to day. That was a good way to so put it. So you added micro. Now that's that's operations. You know, day to day firefighting. You know what I mean? Right. It's yeah. control based, right? Okay. Yep. So yep. It's, 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 it's 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 there's no freedom. There's no creativity. It's all about controlling things and keeping a lid on things, right? Okay. Yep. What? So what does leadership imply to you? Uh, higher level stuff. You know, like looking out from afar, at tops. So you can sort of look. And it's out. taking risks. Yeah. And it's having a vision and yeah. it's stepping out into that vision. Yeah. You know, it's they're just such different now we can go into nuances. They're just recently I learned an interesting, um, a really interesting definition of leadership, and yeah. that is causing other leaders. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. A- absolutely. I I believe a, a yeah, measure of a great right. leader is measured by the leaders that they create. Not by them as a leader, but by the leaders they create. Yeah. That's a real high level leader. Creates surrounds themselves by with leaders. Yeah. <clears throat> now, I, what uh, what the two of you were discussing there about the difference between management and leadership? I actually have a, a role that was taught to me by one of my mentors quite some time ago, and leadership becomes comes before management, and that's where the model's all wrong. We we go into this kind of management role. We go, hey, you've been in the company for a long time. You should you know, we need to promote you. We're going to give you this next job where you're managing people. The issue is that they've never been taught leadership. No. So some, so a handful of them will be really good at it because they're just natural leaders. Most of them will actually be really bad at it because they have no idea how to lead people and now they're trying to manage them. Oh, and but if worse, you can't first or lead both, them... yeah, going back and forth. Worse, that those that get management who aren't leaders start to destroy the leadership structures to maintain their management structures. Absolutely, absolutely. So when you don't know how to, to lead <laughs> yeah, people, nice. the management... Yeah, yeah, I know. That's a real thing. Yeah. So, uh, and this, this, the structure of this is that you need to be a self-leader before you can be a self-manager. Yeah. Okay, so you need to lead yourself first. And this is the model that I take into businesses too. So you need to lead yourself first and then you need to manage yourself. So once you've figured out how to lead yourself, you can now manage yourself. So the first thing of leadership is taking ownership, responsibility and accountability for everything. Yeah. Just 100% taking ownership, responsibility, accountability for everything. The moment you do that, you're now in a position to start to really take control of things. 
because you're first of all leading yourself. You're taking all of that. Then you can start managing yourself. Okay, so now that I've, I've taken ownership for it, now I can move to a spot where I can start controlling it. Once you've figured out how to control it, you can then start being a leader for other people because you figured out how to lead yourself, you figured out how to manage yourself, you can start leading other people. Yeah. Once you're in a place of leadership, now that doesn't mean that you don't just naturally start leading people. Wherever you are, if you think that there's a change that should be made, absolutely step up. You know, that, that's, you've, you've got to do that anywhere and everywhere in your, in your life. And if you don't get respected for showing leadership, then you're probably in the wrong place. Yeah. Yep. The, the workplace is wrong if leadership is not the right. I'm going to go a step further and say if you, show, if you just show leadership, you, it will have an impact. Yeah, even, uh, yeah. Okay. Even if there are, yeah. even if yeah. there are people who are trying to control and have and maintain power, yeah. Yeah. incompetence or whatever it is, there's going to be a group that are going to follow a leader because there's going to be a, a whole group that are disenfranchised with that. And it's got to be following it, you know, like the leader uh, potentially, you know, positive, you know, related to a positive aspect of moving forward. This is where revolution is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Than, yeah, yeah, it's not putting up yeah. with things the way they are. Yeah. Yeah. It's saying, hey, look, I'm not okay with the things That's the right. way they are. It's time to make it better. Yep. And you need to take the leadership for that. Yep. Yes, yeah. Everybody should be doing it. Like there shouldn't be a debate about who's going to step up first. It literally should be every single human being saying, I'm not okay with the way that is. I'm going to take responsibility for it being different and I'm yep. going to lead the way. And imagine if everybody stepped, is the moment there's something that's not working, every single person that saw it not working stepped up to take yep. leadership about that. Imagine how quickly that thing would, that issue would, or whatever it is would be solved. Well, it wouldn't be an issue. We're half the stuff in this Exactly, world. it's just gone. Issue, you know, no, no brainer. Sorted. Done. None of it would be. High yes. oh, yeah. level shit. And you know, it's, yeah. and what's really interesting is watching a group of people in a, especially in like a training environment, yeah. where there's a where where everyone's kind of thrown into something to find out where the leaders are. You know, yeah. and what happens is there's a bunch of people that step in to manage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a bunch that'll step in to lead, and there's a bunch that'll sit back and just watch and make a decision about who they're going to follow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just, have you ever done anything like no, that? No, no, that's, uh, that's interesting. So how, that's would you, really... how would you do it with a group of kids? Well, it's, it's still going to happen. Yeah. It's yeah, but no, how, how, like, what would that look like? Oh, All the exercises yeah, that like, you do. There's a rough guy. So um, one example could be just, just have a bunch of materials yep. and just say, all right, say, say you're near a, a river yeah. right, or a creek or a, yep. or a pond or whatever. They have some materials and say, right, um, your job as a group is to build a raft that will float to the other side. Or, yeah. You know. yeah. And or then, get to the, and get to the other side somehow. You know, you can create something that yeah. throws it to the other side. You could go across as a So you, or... you, pose a, you pose a challenge and you have no other yep. assistance okay. and then you see what and happens. You don't even need to be able to solve the problem. No. We just watch. You just create a problem that needs to be solved, put them in teams and watch them, yep. negotiate themselves into, into leaders yeah. yep, and followers. And is that it? Is that, is that all you'd be looking for? Like leaders, followers? It'll happen I mean, automatically. There's people that will... Stand back. I can also visualize totally. there'd be people there going, "Don't do it like that." Do that's it the like this. Yeah, that's the, the manager. Are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So the leader, my experience, mm. the leaders, and there's different styles of leadership. Yeah. Some will. So my style is, all right. You know, there's a, know, there's a pit full of snakes. Let's just jump in and start wrestling snakes. Yeah. <laughs> and other leaders will say, all right, there's going to be a smart way to wrestle snakes, and there's going to be a dumb way. Let's work it out, and then. And then. Yeah. Jumping and then jumping yeah, up yeah, and yeah. wrestle snakes. And the manager's going to be right. you, you and you, you're in there wrestling the snakes. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. To be really sort of simplistic about it. Mm. So yeah, my so I, I, I likened myself when I was in business to, I'd always imagine that we were like this party going into a deep, dark jungle yeah. to create something. 
Yeah. I was always out doing my own machete, my own little backpack, and I was just out clearing my own little path as quickly as I could. Yeah. I don't even check whether people were still with me or not. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. So my business yeah. partner worked out, he's got to have a party to create a bigger path right behind, as close to behind me as he can yeah. before he loses me. To support that. To support that. Yeah. And, to, and then he worked out he had to harness it yeah. somehow. And, and that and worked out, yeah. Where it's worked, maybe we've got a business turning over nearly $50 million, among other things. Yeah, so right. it depends on how you define worked out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, no, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you, yeah. you're not having to ground, you know, ground and pound from now, don't get me wrong. 5 a.m. to... My value was very limited, especially in a functional organisation. Yeah. Like, my behaviour became very dysfunctional very quickly yeah. for a team. Because it wasn't team-based. It was individual. But that was sort of... That was seen... Well, it works, it works It works. It works in a, in a place. Yeah. Whereas he's, he was a, he's a highly trained leader. Yeah. In, the, in, in, in one of the... You know, in the British military, right? So yeah. highly trained. And so he had... And, and don't get me wrong, they treat management, they also treat leadership. Yeah. They teach leadership. So so he was able to come in and then and then methodically mm. have, have structure. Structure have, that up. Yeah. Cool. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so if you do want to check out leadership, what what natural talents people have in an organisation, you just get them together, put them in, put them in teams and see who leads. There'll yeah. be natural leaders in there and they'll just naturally lead. Cool. I'm going to do it. Now, given <laughs> given an opportunity, yeah. you will see potential leaders step up too. Mm. Yeah. So if you set the scene that we're looking for people to take the next step and, you know, whatever else, how you want to word it, yeah. but you set this scene such that you're inspiring the potential leaders as well and you can see them step up. So you can set the context there. Or, you know, yeah, that, that's an option too, yeah? You're saying sort of set a bit of context that, yeah, in fact, if you, don't, if you don't create the groups, you let them create the groups, yeah. that's a really good way to see the leaders step yeah. up because if you create the groups, there might be two leaders in there and then you might go, oh, that one's not a leader because he didn't lead or she didn't lead. But they could be a leader if you had opportunity for people to, to step up and be leaders. You know, you've just shown me a whole new view of leadership, actually. You use yeah. that context and it's interesting. So I wonder if a significant part of leadership is actually being able to create the context. Oh, That's, it's I, all. I, I think, yeah. I'd it's write. all, for me, leadership is all about setting yeah. the context. Interesting. Sometimes you don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, manage, <laughs> again, managers don't. They're all about systems and processes and you just do it that way. Yeah. Because yeah. I like systems and processes, though. Like, I, I really enjoy them, you know. But that's like, all they're about. Yeah. There's no... Without yeah. creativity, yeah. again, we, you know, we talked about we talked about either making progress or going backwards. Right? And without creativity, we do not go forwards. Yeah, I rate creativity as probably one of the highest value well, skills and attributes recently, because yeah. you can as a species it and, is. Yeah, as a species, it is what puts us where we are. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, is creativity. yeah. Nothing else. I mean, mm. you can throw a million people at anything, but without creativity, what's the point? Yeah, so sometimes those systems and processes can stifle the creativity too. Well, you be, you that's right. Absolutely. That in, Absolutely. In any yeah. sort of organisation or group. Yeah. Hmm. Keep it simple. And that comes from leadership once again. Yeah. How much leeway do we give? So a great example, I think, is oh, is it 3M that came up with the post-its, though? Post-it notes? Okay, yeah. Was it them? Oh, no, the post-it note, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, the company that came up with the post-it notes... 3M, I think. It was 3M, yeah, I think it was. So... They, innovation's a massive thing that they do. 
and they value creativity massively. So what happens is when somebody comes, tries to invent something, if they don't create a solution, but they come up with something, they share it with everybody else. They go, hey, I've come up with this. It wasn't my solution, but you know, you, you might be able to use it. Yeah. So they actually put that on the shelf and, until and find another solution for it. Yeah. And that gets used somewhere else. So the post-it note was, was a result of a very different intention, was to create a super powerful, sticky you know, sub substance that didn't come apart, like you couldn't separate it. Yeah. That's what they were trying to create, was, a, you know, like this amazing, powerful super glue. But if they didn't get get it right. But they didn't mean, well, that didn't work, let's throw it away. Something came out, something else came out yeah. of that. And yeah. That's, and that's, yeah, okay, that's, yeah, that's a result of their value on creativity. Uh, creativity. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, very cool. Yeah, so there was another thing that uh, I wanted to say that uh, that I've heard said before. We get what we put up with. So the, the, at the beginning, we had that conversation where if somebody doesn't say something, they see something and they don't say anything about it. We'll get more of that. We don't, we're going to put up yeah. with it. We'll get more of it. Because mm-hmm. yeah, you know you're putting up with it as well. Mm-hmm. And it's, with, it's in a relationship. It's in anything. And I see it a lot. When I, I used to do relationship coaching. I used to see it so often. People go into a relationship and everything about the relationship was good, but there might be one or two things that they put up with. Mm. They don't have this list of non-negotiables saying, no, I'm not going to put up with this, this, and this. So these things that might theoretically have been non-negotiables, they're putting up with. And now they're in a relationship that they've got these things that they've been putting up with for a long time. And it gets to the point sometimes where they're not going to put up with it anymore. I've had enough of this. I'm not going to put up with it. Yeah, maybe they thought they could change that about the person or, you know, whatever it was. But at the end of the day, um, that thing they've been putting up with has, has become the problem that ends up breaking up the relationship. Yeah, so, that's a, yeah, that's a good point. So, don't look to be putting up with things. Be a be a leader in that space about whatever that is. And if it's in a relationship, just say, "Hey, look, this doesn't work for me. Can we, you know, can we talk about it?" And it might be the situation will, you know, hey, it's not going to change. You just need to accept the way it is, rather than put up with it, which is a very different mindset. Yeah. There's putting up with something, and there's being okay with it, which is yeah. you know, or being, uh, you know, or accepting it. Um, and it doesn't mean that you need necessarily need to be okay with it, but choosing to accept it is very, very different mindset to be in mm. um, when, when you're looking at, it, at something. And it could be work-based, it could be relationship-based, it could be anything. Like, you know, it's some form of relationship if you're talking about humans regardless. But It's what we, um, mm. what we tolerate. Uh, Jocko Willink mm. says it in his book. Yep, um, another way of saying it. Yep, what yeah, you tolerate. As, mm. as leaders, it's not what we preach, it's what we tolerate. Yep. I was like, yeah, that's really sort of Navy SEAL uh, mm. mentality there. But, it, you know, he's got some great insights on leadership. Mm. And, yeah, it's <laughs> the unwritten rules. No, he does. Like it, no, I'm laughing at the Navy yeah. SEAL thing because my mate, the British military, he said Navy SEAL's a bunch of fuckwits. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> well, compared to me, you it's did. like, you know, I'd be like, cool. You, now. You go to Army Reserves. I'm quoting, like, yeah, I'm know, quoting him. I might be misquoting him, but he didn't, have yeah. a, he didn't have a lot of respect for them all the way they went about it. Well, and that's that's the thing they, they talk about that in the book too about different uh, battalions that come together and how you know some are unshaven unkept you know whereas they're really like set the standard standard haircuts they're very cautious about what they wear because you know they're subject to enemy fire at any time you know it's if you're a target you need to be switched on so and they try to bring these two outfits together the unkept ones are more like the undercovers you know. Mm. kind of seals they go in undetected they can blend in with uh, you know the enemy and stuff and they, they're a bit rogue you know they're very like throw caution to the wind whereas um you know I creative think the one that yeah but 
but but also, but an incredibly strong team. Yeah, yeah, but in the end, they couldn't they 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 couldn't work it out like, together. And yeah. they they'd made some pretty big errors apparently too. They were making calls that were just like way like putting lives at risk. That's you know? that's the that's the point. Whereas that structure, and you know, they're like, well, we don't fucking we don't fire at this place until we know that everyone's out, right? Mm-hmm. You know, have you heard from Dot? And it's like, no. The others like just fucking shoot. I'm sure it'll be fine. It's like, you know what I mean? Um, but and it was just interesting. He said it just didn't work out, but he showed that it was. Uh, he called it the top down leadership. Yeah, and it was really important that everyone was on the same page, um, but also followed you know the same set of principles mm. and rules as such in in as you call them agreements. Uh, That's everywhere. This is why we do it. This is how we do it. And these are the these are the boundaries or parameters we work in. And it was can be applied to life or mm. business. It is know? everywhere in life. Yeah. Absolutely everywhere we go in life. That is that is it. Now we've as a society we create a uh, a list of rules and regulations that we all follow. You know, that's the government creates that for us and tells us what it is and the police enforce it. Yeah. Uh, but on a society level, you know, if you're um, a member of a gang, you've got your own set of rules and regulations there and if you bust the rules and regulations there, that gets enforced. Yeah. In in that context. So a couple, you know, we, we go into a relationship. But it's so many of the things that, we, that we've that we kind of agreed on aren't necessarily verbalised as well. Mm. Sometimes it's really important to verbalise those things. Because yeah, if we be see clear. something we're not okay yeah. with, yeah, and we let, it, we let it go, the agreement is that it's okay to do that. Mm. That's so a you, new standard, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, so Elle mentioned before about, you know, cheating on someone. If you let it go, that's the standard. You know, it's okay for that. Yeah. So this is what's um, sometimes referred to as the unwritten rules. You know, they're not written anywhere, but as long as you put up with it, that's okay to keep doing that. Yeah. As long, But if you go, no, that's not okay, you know, that's that's not allowed here, then, you know, that's the standard. And that's what will happen from that point yeah. forward. And that was also, I guess, tied into the comment when we were talking about, um, you know, something on uh, back a couple of episodes where um, things start to slip. You allow something a little bit of room, yeah, and that sets a new standard. And once that's the standard, you allow something else to slip, that sets the new standard. Well, the practice is slippage then. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And the standard becomes well, if you just you you can kind of push the boundaries and do whatever you want till it becomes to a point where people are just doing whatever they want. Yeah, you're complete anarchy. But that's okay too because you can rein it in, can't you? You can reset the standard. Well, there is no right and right and wrong. If you want to set the standard, you become the leader to set the standard, which is why we're talking about anyone at any point can be a leader and and drive change. Mm-hmm. You just got to step up and say, I'm going to take responsibility for this and take responsibility for it. Yeah. And Gandhi, look yeah. what he did. Yeah. He stood up and he, he didn't know how he was going to do it. He stood up and said, oh, you know, without violence, I'm going to kick the British out of out of our country. And it's like, what are you, crazy? Yeah. They're a military power. They they own half the the, the world. Um, through military force, how are you possibly going to kick them out without force? Yeah. That's a ridiculous thing to, you know, comment to be make. But um, because of his passion and responsibility he was taking for that, he made it happen. You know, people listened and, and took took note of him as a leader because yeah. he was taking responsibility for it and leading. And he wasn't a politician, was he? No. So he avoided man- the management structures yeah. and stayed a leader. Yeah. Mm. So he was just a leader and people followed him because uh, he was a leader, because he st- stood up and took responsibility for it. Very nice. And how, how important is getting, as a leader, 
listening, I mean, obviously listening for me is a big part, but getting actual feedback from, you know, your group. What sort of feedback? Well, just, you know, just feedback as in what what they need as a group too. Do they need a bit more structure? Do they need a bit more jocko willing? Right, fall in line now, whistle, you know, like. So that's a great question. So I'm going to answer it this way in that you encourage them to lead. Yep. Yep. So if they need that, they need to take responsibility for speaking up about that, for leading that, for driving that. You you give them the leadership power. Yep. So you you empower them to be leaders too. Mm, Cool. You don't need to solve it. So that question you asked me is you trying to solve their problem. No, no, no. You empower them to solve their problem. But you create the context because obviously in a lot of workplaces, there's a, there's a, there's just a hierarchy that's expected. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. And and if someone starts to lead naturally, that can be seen negatively by some people. Yes. Who feel, especially if they feel like they're being uh, overlooked. Or... Yeah. 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 Know so that, know that there are context com- though for for open leadership, and then it's a different story. Know that there are companies that do not have um, job titles. Yes. Everybody has identical. Um, their their business card is identical, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there are no job titles yeah. anywhere in the organisation. People just naturally take a position within it because they naturally take a position within it. They naturally lead, they naturally follow, they naturally do whatever they naturally do. They naturally get salty at each other too. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. You're just like, yeah. but it, it works because people are in, encouraged. Like there's a, there's a leader at some point, somewhere yeah. at the top of that, that encouraged people to take responsibility and lead and was so good at... At, at that obviously yeah. took massive responsibility to, to, to take that on as an idea like it's amazing but as was so good at creating leaders that everybody in the organisation has stepped up to take responsibility mm. we had a guy from Google speak in our business and their standard structure is they have jobs job roles and mm. they have some structures and hierarchies however yeah. anyone can create a project at any time yeah, okay. Anyone at any level in your organization can create a new project. Yeah. And they have a, a system for doing that. Yeah, cool. And yeah. that person who creates a project can be the leader of that project and people who are pay grades higher than them can work in their organization on their project. Mm. So the team can assemble itself however it needs to assemble itself regardless of pay grades and etc. And you're going to learn a lot more from that too if, you, if yep. you're you know, in that top hierarchy just getting down and dirty on the floor and you know what I mean? Like I, yep. I, I see a lot of benefit because then you start yep. to see things you don't see normally. Yep. You know, you're doing things that you don't normally do and yep. you start, yeah, I think that's it. Well, TV shows about, about dudes, you know, pretending to be somebody else and then working in their organisation, you know? Oh, man, what is it? The mm-hmm. yep. Fake boss or something, what's it called? Uh, yeah. yeah, Undercover boss. Right. Yeah. That's gold. They got the dodgiest uh, get ups too. You got the fucking. Look at this bloke. Look at this. So clearly it's a wig. And they mm. come out and they're like, look, they're like, oh, we don't recognize your dad. So we'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> this flying around and listen. Well, come on, they are American, aren't they? Yeah, but okay. So <laughs> well, it's a TV show. They've picked Doris. He's worked in the center, you know, in the, in the call center for 30 years. She loves her job. There's a heartfelt story, but they're not. Come on, man. You got, where's Gary who just hates his job, spits venom on everyone every day. Oh, no, that's that's uh, Gordon Ramsay's show. They, yeah, but they, they, they show about 0.1% of that, and then which is great, he, They and they help people that are, you know, they encourage and, and help people within the business that are really committed to grow. But it's kind of, 
Look, it's not, all fake. Not reality. Yeah, it's like show fake. us show us a guy who just has such disrespect. Yeah, it's no, all he's fun. spitting at the wall. It's got sure. the values and says, I hate it all. This is all bullshit. You know, yeah. address that guy. You should go and find another job, buddy. You know. Yeah. It's all fake. I was just yeah. making the point, though, that, that there have been TV shows made about yeah. it because it yep. is an interesting perspective. It yeah. is. Oh, 100%. Anyway, I think we should uh, call this episode. We've been talking about it a long time. I think leadership is right. one of those things that we could spend, you know, episode after episode talking about it. I, I'm sure if we were intentional about it, we could probably have a, you know, um, a whole podcast just dedicated to leadership. It's a, it's an amazing, uh, exciting uh, area. Thank you both. It's been a wonderful co- uh, conversation and discussion. I look forward to catching you on the next episode. Thank you. Thanks, guys. See ya. This has been Ross Pepper, Alistair McDonald, and Luke Farrar for the Ross, L and Luke Show. If you wish to get in contact regarding the show, please reach out to us via email at rosslluke at gmail.com. That's rosslluke at gmail.com. To discover more about myself, Ross Pepper, please visit my website, rosspepper.com. To check out L and discover what he can do for your team, please visit his website, alistairmcdonald.com.au. And if you're ready for an awesome sign for your business, be sure to visit luke at lfsigns.com.au. This has been the Ross Allen Luke Show. Thanks for listening and have a spectacular day.